That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're, We're 20 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 Whatever. Episode 27, you guys. Woohoo. We're back. We're back, baby. But okay, before we get into it, before we get into the topic, we have something very serious to discuss. Housekeeping. Oh, yes. <laughs> Housekeeping. Exactly. We're so bad at this. Yes. And to the point that we were like, okay, we need to just start the episode this way. Otherwise, we're just going to derail, derail, <laughs> yeah, derail. Yeah. We'll never favorite. get there. Our favorite thing on this podcast, derail. We have this goal for the year to reach 100,000 subscribers on this channel. Big, a big goal, okay? But I feel like we can do it, right? Oh, absolutely. I think we can. It's a stretch goal, and those are my favorite goals. Right. Because if you set, like, a low goal and then you don't hit it, you're like, wow, wow, I really thought I <laughs> would get there. Right. But if you set a big goal and you don't get there, you're like, well, we tried, we got close, right. you know, we did our best. And if you get there, you're like, oh, my gosh, I right. never thought this was possible. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's our biggest goal for the year as a collective. We want to get 100,000 subscribers. So stop what you're doing. Subscribe. There's buttons around here, down here, up here. I don't know. They're all over the place. You can't miss it. <laughs> and if you don't do it, if you don't do it, you need to comment why you're not going to. And I'll <laughs> It's got to be a good reason. Right? And, and, and I'll cry. Yeah. So. And, <laughs> And then and then we'll all be sad. And so, so we just can't have just that. just do it. Thanks. Th- thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, but I I want to get you guys a hundred thousand subscriber plaques so bad. Imagine oh, the plaque so just bad. It right would look here. So where where will we put it? Where should we put it? Once we get it, because we're gonna get it. It's just a matter of time. See, that's so I don't know if they still do this. Maybe this is like insider stuff I'm not supposed to say. I don't know. But I'm gonna say it because no one told me not to. When you get a subscriber plaque when you reach the milestone a couple weeks or months after it takes a while to process right they'll send you like a congratulations email fill out this form and we'll send you your thing so you put like your name you know your address whatever whatever when you started your channel and it gives you the option to buy additional plaques if you have oh. a, a channel with multiple people. Okay, cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they're not so just nice. one yeah, person. Yeah, there's no one, yeah. Yes, I got the one for myself and then I bought one for Skylar. Um, she was working on my channel at the time. Yeah. And then I also bought one for my parents um, because they were so supportive of me through all of this yeah. and they like helped me buy Final Cut Pro when I wanted to start Aww. YouTube. And so they were just always in my corner. 
So I got them one. And That's awesome. It's so cute. It like sits in their living room. And my mom's a middle school teacher. So when she was doing all of her Zoom stuff during the pandemic, <laughs> oh, her flex. students would be like, oh, a coach, is that is that a YouTube plaque? And she'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, point being, you can buy additional ones. So if we hit 100,000, I think we should get three so we can have one in the studio and then each of you guys can have one. Absolutely. Because if not, it was going to be like the traveling plaque. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> one like, year, each I year. Get it, I get it on Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, divorced parents and kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm hosting people over. It's really important. Can I borrow the plaque? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have it for Thanksgiving as long as I get it for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that would be like the coolest thing for 2023 is if we hit 100,000 subscribers. So if you want to help make that happen, yes. manifesting, putting it on my vision board. No, yes. literally. That's yes. why I was like, we should talk Like we should talk about it as a goal because I feel like yeah. it's, I don't know, it, it, it is whether you believe in like manifesting or you just believe in like power of attraction or even just motivating yourself by mm -hmm. like putting it out there. Yeah. That stuff's real. And this Absolutely. is like something that we all, you guys as well, like we can't do it without you guys so it's like we want to include you in the things that we're trying to do and we're trying to get 100,000 subscribers and you guys can make that happen yeah so. <laughs> we have to if we if we get it no when we get it period when we get it yes we're gonna have to like do something big oh like, which we should, like, it's like something. when the teachers like if you like hit these goals for the week <laughs> you have a pizza party, party. <laughs> so we should what's what? How are we going to motivate the class here? What's oh, our pizza party? Well, should we ask them to comment? Like what? Oh yeah, what we should do, and then we yes. can decide as we okay. get closer. Yeah, if, if we hit a hundred k, whether it, when we hit a hundred k, whether it be this year or next year, what should we do? What's your pizza party? Yeah, because <laughs> then we'll do it. That'll be so fun. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm excited. I want it now. I can feel it. It's here's the thing. It's coming. And no, She's period. on her way. Yes. You know what I yes. did when I hit a million? What? That's when I did my live show. Oh. That was so. Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but listen, that's up to you. That's not. Yeah. We, that's up to. That's up to y'all. So. And I start creating a bunch of YouTube accounts. Subscribe. I know. I know. I know. It's a bunch of bots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, now that we've got uh, the housekeeping taken care of. Yes. Uh, topic at hand today. I am so excited for this. Me too. We're going to talk about life lessons we learned in our 20s. And I'm so interested to hear what you guys have to say. I do think that we all have more than 20. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. As, we were, as a collective, collectively, we definitely well, It was supposed 20. to be like 20 things we learned in our 20s. It's probably definitely more than that. So it's going to be 20 plus things we mm -hmm. learned in our 20s because mm -hmm. a I, lot of things. I wrote down like 25 <laughs> and then I deleted five of them because I was like, eh, if I've got to get it down to 20, like, right. you're not as important. So <laughs> I have exactly 20, but I could definitely do more. You're right. right. I was going to say, we're going to talk and it's just going to keep going. Yeah. It's just yeah. going to snowball. I, I had to learn a lot. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Still learning. Still, oh, yeah. Very much so. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> when do I stop learning? When am I done? Well, honestly, I think that that might be the first life lesson that I learned, which mm. is just life is like you don't just like invent yourself and do it once. It's like a lifelong art. Like mm. this is we keep doing it un until we die. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I think especially like in your teens, there's very much this feeling of like, oh, I just have to like find myself and figure out mm -hmm. what I want to do for a career. And then like, that's me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but what you don't realize is that's just like kind of the first time. And I right. do think that is like the most significant mm -hmm. time that you're like finding yourself mm -hmm. yeah. and learning who you are and learning what your values are. But 
<laughs> that shit never stops. No, yeah. right. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, it feels like that meme where like I have to re sitting with there's a bunch of Spider Man sitting with each other and they're like thinking about rebranding. They're like, <laughs> right. oh, what do what do I do? Mm -hmm. uh, because what am I doing for the next? It changes so much, especially in your twenties. Gosh, I feel. Like. Well, no, I mean every day, like, and I think that's the thing too about like teens. You think that like once you reach. 21 or once you graduate college or high school or whatever you're like okay and now I can start yeah mm -hmm. you're like now my life begins once oh Psych. I graduated <laughs> and now I can finally do this okay I moved out okay I finally get but it's like it's just a never-ending it's a revolving door of just things that are happening and things that you never thought would happen just life happening that changes the direction of everything all the time that's so true like you meet someone whether it be like a friend a colleague a like romantic partner you meet someone and that Yep. Total different path of your life. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like Steven and I, we met by chance outside of freaking Mag or, uh, Space Mountain at Disneyland. Right. If we hadn't happened, like if just one thing had stopped us both yeah. from walking down that path at that time, my life would be completely different. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have started YouTube because Steven's the one who like gave me the idea. I wouldn't have grace. Oh, dude. I wouldn't. I'm like getting chills. Dude, me too. It's, that's crazy. No, it's that's crazy. mind blowing. All because we happened to walk by at the same time. Like, and we had a mutual friend who was like, oh, that's my friend's Yeah. Here. Like, if what if you would have stopped for a churro? Oh, like, yes. I was literally 20, about to be like, what if you were in the th bathroom? That's 20 minutes that you wasted and you just missed him. You, you grazed right by each other. Well, and you know what I remember? So I was, I had a boyfriend oh. at the time that oh, that happened. Oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met Steven and then a couple months later we broke up and then Steven and I started talking. But my boyfriend and I got in a fight that day at Disneyland and we almost left. We almost left that morning. We were like, <gasps> I don't know. We like, let's just go home. This isn't even going to be fun. And then we like had a fun day anyways. But, oh my God. I'm mad. And then you met your husband. And I know. <laughs> I had to stop fighting with my boyfriend to meet my husband. <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. Oh my God. Oh no. She's choking. <laughs> she's choking. I broke her. Because <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. That's like crazy. No, that is crazy. But that's the thing. Like wow, you never chance. know. Yeah. When you wake up, that that could be the day that veers you in a completely different life path. Right. Wait, that makes me think of what I said to you the other day. I was like, isn't it crazy how you could be having such a shitty day and you're like, honestly, I'm having the toughest day ever. Like, this is not going anywhere I want. Like, life is crazy. But in that same day, an opportunity that's for you could be happening at the same time. Like, how do I know that the director mm. that's going to cast me in this Broadway show isn't like putting out the casting list right like now? Maybe somebody's writing the musical that I'm going to be in and like. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And so many things that happen around you without you even like knowing. So, yeah, that's just life's crazy. Life is crazy. <laughs> and I think one of the things to segue into one of mine is like, just let life happen mm. instead of trying to orchestrate and control your life. Like, sure, have control of do the things you need to do, but like allow things to just happen. Because when you do things that you never even thought of, things that never even crossed your mind. Yeah. What can happen for you? I mean, we we talk about this, like me bringing Paloma to the retreat last year. Well, I guess two years, not last oh year, but in 2021. Yeah. Woo! Like that <laughs> yeah. was not even supposed to happen. And you could have been like, oh, I'm busy. I, you didn't give me enough time. Like, no, I'm not going to that anything. And here's the thing. I know we say, say this all we the time, but time. like my car had broken down. I was in a show at the time. Like all the things were lining up for it not to yeah. be possible. And somehow like the grace of God happened <laughs> and I, I got there. Like it's yeah. so. And now here we are. Like it, you just yes. have to like almost like learn, like say no to things, obviously like do the things, but also like kind of just say yes to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just let stuff happen. I feel like that's a lesson I need to learn. So I'm really glad mm, you said that. Really? I have a problem where I feel like I need to be in control of everything mm. to the point that I think sometimes I don't just let 
things happen, mm. you know? And it's like, I can't even let my brain go to the place of like, something could be, something good could be happening outside of my control. It's if something good happens, it's I, you I, made have, it happen. I have to be in control. I have to mm. make sure that I'm planning for it and mm -hmm. preparing for it. But I think there's, it's so important to just sometimes let life happen around you. Yeah. And it's normal to want to do that because it's, you find the right. safety and the comfort of controlling yep. things but yep. it's, uh, there's like this picture of this of this octopus holding on to like all there's like all the arms are out but two are on i'm letting go i'm letting go you're like babe you're still holding on like you're, you're, <laughs> right. you're not really but it's just how do you say let go like it's easier it's so much easier said than like well, everything we're talking about today i feel like is so much easier yeah. said than done and we had to go through things to learn these things obviously right and it's so that's actually the the shitty part of it. Like, I wish I could just tell you, Sierra, like, like just live. You, you could yeah. just, you could Relax. just live, let go. And you're like, no, I hear you. Right. But how? But I, I just can't let <laughs> how go. How do I let yeah. you? I'm letting go. I'm letting go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a way that maybe you could think about it in a way that's not so like, let me actually just let go is be like, I know that I can control this amount of the situation, but everything else, it's going to be what's going to be. I, however, can control what I wear, yep. how I get to wherever who I'm going to talk to, blah, 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 blah. But everything else, right. it's up to chance. And I feel like if you can control the things that you can control and recognize that, the other things kind of can just happen. No, that's so true. That's so true. And that's the thing, right? I can control, I, I can control the things that I can control, but I need to stop trying to control the things that are out of my control. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because life happens to us. Honestly, yeah. like, I know we think that we're like in control also because we obviously make decisions and right. everything. But so many of the times it's out of your control what happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. So okay, Damn. Let me open that was a good one. That was a really good one. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two that are kind of connected. So since I have a lot, I'm just going to get this. Right, right. So it is perfectly okay to change your opinion on something mm. when presented with new information or a new experience. Oh my God, I love that me one. Too. That is such a good one, Sarah. I feel like I used to feel like I needed to double down. I believed something. I was, you yeah. know, vocal about it. And then I am coming into contact with new information. And I think as in my early 20s, my instinct was, let's just ignore that because I've already doubled down and this is what I believe and this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to just ignore the things that could like discount that. Mm -hmm. Whereas instead, why would you ignore that? Like it's normal and human to like, change and grow and, right. and develop. And so that was kind of the first part. And then the second part is also, it's okay to not have an opinion on everything. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't really know enough about that. I'm not educated. Let me like do some research on it and then yeah. actually go and, you know, do the research and try to learn. Right. But I think especially in my late teens and early twenties, as I was first interacting with, you know, social justice topics and just kind of, you know, personal issues as a whole, I felt like I needed to know everything about everything. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes it's okay to just say, you know what? I'm going to default to the experts on this. Right. Yeah. Damn. That's that a is, good one. And that I think I didn't learn till this past year. Like like mm. you like recently that that same thing where I was like, "Hey, it's like okay to change your mind. I don't know because I'm so strong in my beliefs right. and passionate about them to, to even question myself would be like Hey, what do you mean? Like, so, we've always thought this. Like, what are we doing? And, yeah. and well, that was the moment that I was like, oh my gosh, I need to re-figure out, is this what, what I'm thinking actually me? Yeah. Right. You know? And like, is, does this still stand the with my you values? Now. The you now. The me now. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that that was like the catapult too of like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, is that actually what I think? And um, hmm, I, I didn't think of that before. Like, even yeah. just saying, like verbally being like, 
hmm, I never thought of that before. Like, I think I changed my, like, I, I could change my mind. Yeah. And, yeah. P- even when you say it to people, people are like, oh, like, the first right. time I told Ryan, oh, hmm, I think I changed my mind. He literally nearly shit himself. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm not kidding. He was right. like, no, because especially you. M- me being yeah. so, so, I'm just like, is the word stubborn or strong headed? Strong, just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but strong, I mean, strong in your beliefs and, pa- and passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong in my beliefs. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like when you grow up a certain way too, like it's easy for your family to be like, well, we didn't raise you that way. And you're mm. like, for show, except I'm 25 and I'm currently raising myself and this is what I think and believe now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no longer like I have experienced things. I don't live, maybe like you've moved out or you experience things with other people. Like this is, this is how I'm raising myself now. Yeah. So these are the things I believe. This is how I conduct my life. And that happens like naturally, right? right? Even if you, you know, still subscribe and believe the things that you were taught when you were younger, things change, mm-hmm. whether you in- do that intentionally or not. And I think it's allowing yourself, you've already allowed yourself to think differently from your parents, right? About some things. Mm-hmm. So moving forward with yourself, you're like, oh, remember I changed my mind about that? I think I could, I could. Mm-hmm change my mind about this yeah, or anything like that. Or even like you said, like, hmm, I never thought about it like that. People don't say that enough, honestly. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People don't admit to new information changing their mind. Yeah. Because I I feel like we do currently live in a society where it's like, you believe this or you believe that. And then that's it. And those are the things you fight for. And that's, that's that on that. And then it's also hard though, for people to openly change their mind about stuff. Mm -hmm. If they've been so, loud and passionate about the other thing because then people are like well just last week you said this and that and that and that and that and you were blah 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 and so people are like no I yeah and it goes yeah. into your it's like it's about your ego and just defending mm-hmm. you know yeah. that's what that is yeah. I used to yeah. feel like it was embarrassing mm-hmm. to admit right. that I was wrong mm-hmm. yeah like to disagree with my past self was almost like invalidating me now mm-hmm. right like it's, right. it's embarrassing no mm-hmm. I'm always right what are you talking about every right. every thought I've ever had is correct yep and I never have to change because I'm always right right and so to admit that that's not the case yeah you gotta humble yourself yeah, a little it's daunting. No, you do. yeah it's daunting yeah. I, swear, I think also especially with parents I think we want to feel like we are right and we don't want them to be like see yeah so then we're like nope 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 and <laughs> strong and wrong baby. Str- yeah strong and wrong <laughs> right yeah honestly strong and wrong there's something they're seeing uh now with kids in uh some psychological studies that have been conducted in the last five years where like uh toddlers and like to five-year-olds I think are um correcting their parents during like imaginative play and being like no we don't do that that way or like no do it this way Mm. and they're like looking into why that is Mm. well and while they're playing to it so it's not even like in my world that i have created and made up this is the way we do things Mm -hmm. and and if you're gonna play here (laughs) this is how we do it i feel like i was like that as a kid though like i i when i was doing imaginative play was like this is the story i've created and if my parents tried to play with me i'd be like Stick to the script. Right. This right. Barbie is not dating this Barbie. <laughs> right. She's hanging by the pool. Like that's her that's her vibe. Right. Mom, did you not read the script? I yeah, sent exactly. it over this morning. <laughs> right, right. But I love that. And I think that gives kids right the opportunity to be in control of a situation, mm-hmm. especially a situation that they've created. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus like us coming in and like trying to <laughs> adult it up. They're like, girl, yeah. this is not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. So for my next one, it's honestly very, very, it's it's pretty basic, I think, but it's something that has helped me every single day. 
And I just want to share it with you ladies. Please. I learned that I, as a person, thrive well if I just tell myself, just make your bed in the morning. Just make your bed mm. in the morning. That helps me domino the rest of my day. And it just like catapults me to want to achieve the things on my list and get right. me going. But it's such a small, minor thing. And I, I struggled with like the, the act, like getting out of bed, doing the, just make the bed. If you don't want to think about it, put on a podcast, maybe 20, whatever. Ah. <laughs> and your your mind is like not thinking about how much you hate what you don't want to do. Right. You're thinking about that and you're already done. And you're like, wow, damn, I'm superwoman. I can right. do anything. Right. And it honestly, it really has been such a domino effect in my life. So, well, and if you do that. nothing else, if you do nothing else, you at least did that one thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got up out of my bed and mm -hmm. I made it. And, mm -hmm. it and, and coming back to the room or like anything, you're like, wow, look at that. And it just inspires you to want to do more things. I don't know what it is, but there's something in your brain that's like, wow, that feels kind of good. What right. If, yeah. What if we had a glass of water? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if we um, took a shower? Wow. Ooh, all right. All right. Wow. Well, that's, that's dude. Whoa, whoa, Sorry. whoa, whoa. Sorry. That's a bit much. Overachiever. Yeah, like relax. <laughs> so on the days that I'm really, really just, I can't do it. I'm like, just mm. make your bed. You got nothing else to do. Just make your bed, bitch. I said, okay. I yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like accomplishing something, accomplishing one thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like it's starting that one thing and at least you're up. Right? Well, you're going to get back into your maid bed also. No, oh, no you're it's not. Maid, dude. It's made, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Nah. No. It's starting is the Start, hardest part. Yeah, we already starting. know that. Yeah. I go through phases where I'm like, I'm making my bed every day. And then one day I don't. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's fine. And then it's, and then the next days I don't do it. Cause I got out of the routine, but right. once you start doing it, it's like you just feel so good. Mm -hmm. You really feel put together. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Maybe I'll put some clothes on today. You know? <laughs> Get out of the pajamas once in a while. That's a good one. Oh, period. It's it's a little things, honestly. My next one. Ooh, 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 this is going. This is actually a trend on Instagram right now, like a sound. Ooh, your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. Have you guys heard that one? Yes. It's true. All the people that are like, I want to do YouTube and I want to do all this stuff, but I'm scared that people from my school are going to see. Listen, who cares about the people at school? Not you in five years, honestly. Yeah. Like they're not. It doesn't matter. And guess what they're doing? If they're talking about you, they're talking about you regardless. They're talking about you, whether you're doing your Instagram, whether you're having kids, whether you're getting people are talking and they're going to. So let them. Start your channel. I don't know. And you know what I'll say? I think some of the most fun I've had in my life, I looked pretty freaking stupid. Right. Like yeah. running around, jumping in puddles, going to Disneyland and acting just ridiculous. Right. Like that's that's fun stuff. Right. And if I didn't do that stuff, because I'm like, uh, people are I'm, like looking. I'm 27. Yeah. <laughs> I have to grow up. Well, and it's I want to look silly. But it's also like, who? What are you? What are you afraid of? People talking about you, or are you actually afraid of like? look like looking stupid yeah it's the fear of looking stupid but what okay so you look stupid and then what maybe we all just need to be like you know what we look stupid and that's fine but what does that even mean <laughs> so on my list i have let people think you're cringe like yes. mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I, yeah same vibe i, I just yeah. simply am embracing it and and with anything i'm doing moving forward i'm like if they think it's cringe okay that's cool i just don't want to get to the end of my life and realize i robbed myself because i was afraid of what you right. were gonna think about me and also <laughs> you're you're thinking that what I'm doing on cringe right oh I'm posting outfits or I'm doing whatever and like it's in your real life kind of cringy and you posting that 
So I'm just saying. Well, and that's the thing too, right? If we're talking about like things that are cringe or looking stupid. Yeah. Usually those are things that are differentiating you in some way, right? Mm -hmm. It's cringe. It's stupid because it's different. Mm -hmm. Right. If you remove all the things about you that could possibly make someone go, oh, that's cringy. That's stupid. You are left with a blank sheet of paper. You have lost all defining characteristics that make you you mm-hmm. things right. that yeah some people are gonna say that's cringy and that's stupid but other people will be like oh my god that's just like me mm-hmm. right I, I so relate whether it's online or in real life yeah when you take those special cringy unique parts of yourself away who are you right mm-hmm. so if you are constantly worried about people saying you're cringy and so you take back those things of your personality you lose yourself. Yeah. And that's a couple of years ago. I felt like I was starting to lose myself online mm. because I felt like I was so worried about some people aren't going to like me. Some people are going to think this is like stupid or over the top that mm-hmm. I, I tried to reel it in. Yeah. I'm not a reel it in kind of girl. Right. And yeah. so then it's like, who am I? Mm-hmm. And then now I feel like I've gotten to a point where both online and in real life, I'm like, let them cringe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also <laughs> yeah. like, if it's something that brings you joy, if you're having a good time, like, who cares? Like what we're worried about. And we're also worried about the wrong people. You're worried about the people at school or right. work or whatever. Like who cares? Yeah. Who It's like cares? the hometown. It's always like the. I remember when I first started TikTok, the first thing that I was scared, I was like, all the people back home were the ones that I was so worried about. Like TikTok mm. was like, do you want to sync with your contacts? And I was like, no, anything <laughs> but that, yeah. please. Like that's who I don't want. Right. But then I realized they're going to see it. If they want to see it, they're going to snoop. They're going to find it. I'm public. Let's go. I'm right. cringe. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel like as soon as you just accept it, like, because here's the thing, they're going to see it. Mm-hmm. If you put it out there, they're going to see it and they're going to form opinions about it just like you form opinions about everything else. And you have to decide whether you care or not. Yep. Yeah. And you're really going to let that stop you from like doing what you right. what you want. Right. That's like silly. Like if, yeah. you, if you think about it. If you're you like, think about it. But like we've all done it. Yeah, but, no, we, we do it all the time. I did yeah. it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still I mean, I still am like, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to post that because that's like I will still find myself being like, no, I'm not going to post it. And then after I'm like, what? What? And yeah. who cares? And who's going to say anything to me? And no one ever says anything. That's the thing, too. We're worried that people are going to say stuff. No one ever said, no one that you know is going to say anything. And if they do, you're going to be like, yeah, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Period. And what are you doing? <laughs> Anyways. Right. Okay. I'm I'm debating. The, I have a lot, but there's one specific one that I like, I really want to talk about, but I'm like just nervous about because I don't really talk about like religion online. Mm. But if I'm being honest about what my lessons have been in my 20s, one of the biggest ones has been kind of my like transformation with my religious beliefs in realizing that I I am uncomfortable with a lot of aspects of organized religion in the way that I was raised in it. And it took me having my miscarriage to kind of have a faith crisis and like reassess everything that I believe mm. in. And I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that you can dislike organized religion and still have a relationship with God if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. I felt like if I'm turning away from organized religion, I'm just going to kind of like turn away from my faith altogether. But those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Mm. You can be like, you know, I'm really uncomfortable with a lot of aspects of like organized evangelical Christianity, but I still personally believe in God. I still personally follow Jesus and I don't have to turn my back to that just because I'm uncomfortable with organized religion and with being associated with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was a huge, huge internal journey. That was something that was very 
very like within myself, something I really didn't talk about with a lot of people. I definitely didn't talk about online. And I like even just talking about it, I like get yeah. so nervous because religion mm-hmm. is such like a it's a hot, a hot, hot button topic. Yeah. yeah. But I think I I've come to a place now where I feel very comfortable and strong in that stance because religion has been you is the oldest tool in the book for manipulation and like essentially like masking your hate. Yeah. That you can use that as the justification for why you hate certain groups, for why you, you know, act a certain way. You can you can use it to justify. You can use it to manipulate. But that doesn't make the thing itself, God, the Bible, bad. Mm -hmm. It's people using that Mm -hmm. as a tool. Yeah. And it took me a long time to differentiate that. And I feel like that was just a hard that was a, a hard lesson. Yeah. I feel similarly like growing up very like very christian and christian household everywhere on both sides and like all of my family like literally everybody and then it took a lot of crazy things happening in my life to be like i do not like this is really not feeling good for me but i felt a lot of shame and like worry like about the thought of even questioning Mm -hmm. what i was always told to believe and what i had believed my entire life and I was like having a lot of even sometimes I'll, I will like say something be like, I'm really not trying to go to church like that is not the vibe. And then I'm like <laughs> <laughs> watching for the light. I'm, like, I'm literally yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's going to struck me right. Like I'm yeah. going to, you know, and I and I always try to like avoid talking about it with my parents, too, because I don't want them to think that I've like turned my like my back on what I've you know, we've always raised you this way. And I'm like for show and like that doesn't take away like what i'm actually saying i just don't i'm not here with the organizational stuff going on here like my relationship with god is exactly that my relationship with god and it it doesn't have to look the way you want it to look yeah and i think it a lot of weird stuff had to happen where i was like oh i'm really questioning like what we're doing here yeah as like a whole and you really have to deconstruct yes i feel like for me the pandemic because i had my miscarriage two months before the no a month before the pandemic started so it was like that happened I'm like oh my god is there a god (laughs) right deepest pits of questioning my faith and then pandemic and then getting pregnant with grace and like all of this I was like okay maybe I need to stop just kind of right pushing it back out of Mm -hmm, fear mm -hmm. and really look into what I believe in also like what organizations am I supporting and how does that align with my personal values right but there's this when you were talking about that like fear right of 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 not even believing is is fear, yeah. right? There's this quote, and I wish I could remember it exactly, but it's like, I wish I could torch down the gates of heaven and take a bucket of water and pour it on the fires of hell so that people would love God, wouldn't, so that people wouldn't love God for fear of hell or want of heaven, but because he is God. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that is, that's so, I just, that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That you shouldn't, seek that relationship because you're afraid yeah out of fear yes Mm -hmm. or out of like oh i I have to go to heaven but it should be because he is god Mm -hmm. right yeah shit everything you guys are saying i'm over here like (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. because again during the pandemic you get to the point i got to a point where i was like even questioning that scared the hell out of me like the catholic in me was like i could feel the nuns like staring (laughs) at me like how could you you've done your you've done your baptism you've done your first communion like i've done my confirmation saying like at 15 i i confirmed and said i'm going to be a catholic at 15 which is i don't remember that day but we (laughs) talked you and i have talked about how like 
kind of crazy that is because what do you know at 15? Why are you literally like signing your life away to do something at 15? Right. Let's let's read. Let's have this conversation when I'm a grown up. Yeah. And I've thought about the things that I like am going to like continue to put my life in at 15. I'll be like, yeah, vibes. I, I had to because it was for my quinceanera. If not, you don't right. do it. Like that is like mm. that is how it's done. Like you have to. Right. And so 10 years later, I'm like. Well, I already confirmed. Like, I like really I can't look back now. Like, right. I literally did the whole thing. Right. But I'm like, you know what? That's okay. You can change your mind. Right. As uh, we've done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and finding my own relationship with God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And also, like, God, the, the word God is literally, it could be anything for you, right? Like, yeah. the universe, the stars, the God, whatever. A man, sure. I don't know. I'm like, a man? Uh, really? I don't know about that one. But like, it's just whatever you believe or don't believe is yours, right? Yes. It's belief. Like, nobody can say it's right or wrong yeah. or it's this way or it's that way. Like, it's your brain. Whatever your brain says it is, that's what it is. I believe God is rainbows. God is love. God is plants, pure, water, yeah. you know, like, like things. I mean, that's that's exactly how I felt. That yes, I I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a Christian in the sense that like I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. I believe in Jesus. But I'm a pro-choice, progressive, LGBTQ plus affirming Christian. And to me, those things match perfectly. Mm -hmm. So just because some organization says that it's not, doesn't mean that's not true to me mm -hmm. right that's the way that i interpret my faith the bible that's how i see it right, right. so right. you can't tell me right that that's not the way it is <laughs> right. because to me it is yeah, yeah. and yeah. so but i i do think there are so many more people who feel this way than it seems yes because i think a lot of people feel like they, they feel that way but they have to be quiet about it yes because then you're going against the bible and you're going against the church and you're going against all these things that you've and your family and I your mean, well that's enough to for you to be like yep mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and play the game because what to deal with your family that's just gonna like tell you that's not the tea and then be mad yeah and that's where i almost felt like it was easier to just be like oh i'm not religious anymore yeah mm -hmm. than to be like i am religious but i disagree with you on this mm -hmm. it's almost easier to just turn your back entirely yeah yeah because then you're just like you believe that like that's so stupid right but right. to say no, no no i i believe some of that but i disagree with you on here that that's hard it is hard and i think the conversation ends up being like well not ends up being but could be like well you're cherry picking yeah but i'm like are you not also right you're deciding what parts of the Bible you mm -hmm. want to, mm -hmm. you know, believe in or or do like like that just the way I am, too. But also, again, the whole thing is to interpret the Bible, interpret it. Yeah. How you interpret it is maybe not the way I do. And Sierra's version's giving a lot more leading with love than with than hate what, or like trying to discriminate or mm -hmm. things like that. So, mm -hmm. you know what? I don't know why we would be saying that that's not right. 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 And not, not to make it a theological discussion, but I'm just right. going to leave it at that the Bible has been interpreted over and over and over again from interpreted from an interpretation, from an interpretation, from an interpretation. Right. And so, I would say my interpretation. Yes, exactly. Right. So to say that like, you know what? That because you're reading the King James version or the NIV, like that this is the definitive one. Like, yeah. it's been translated over and over and over again. Right. So unless you're reading it in like the original Hebrew, right? <laughs> who's to say? Like, who's say what is what is what? Like, yeah. agreed. 
Um, thank you for bringing that one up. Oh, that was a spicy one. And, uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm sweating. I'm, I'm sweating too. <laughs> my, can, my hands are sweating. Can, can so we, nervous. Do you, got, do you have a light one? <laughs> yeah, can we do a fun one? L- let me think. Hold on a second. <laughs> like, lesson that I learned. Life is good. Okay. Yeah, there smile, laugh. Live, I do have live, a, laugh, an easy love. one. <laughs> okay, take it away with an easy okay, one, Okay, I have an easy one. Treat yourself. Oh. Treat yourself. Money's money. I mean, obviously, everybody's situation is different, but like, if you have an opportunity to just like do something fun or buy something that you want, just do it. Like, experiences come, like, they come and go and you really might not get it back, but like, money can come. Yeah. So it's like, do the stuff, do the yeah. things, mm-hmm. have a good time. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is it? Uh, shampoos. Treat yourself. Back in the whatever, treat yourself. What is that from? <laughs> I don't oh, what? Know. Yes, Parks yes. and Rec. Parks and Rec. <laughs> yes. Treat yourself. Life short. <laughs> I was also. Th- I'm gonna do what I think I- I'm describing. Telling someone like a TikTok or a meme is like trying to describe your dream. It's like never. Oh the my same. god. Oh my god. Yes. It like never lands. I've tried to describe like two this episode. It's, they're not. Landing, are you about to do one right now? No, I was just saying like me trying to explain. Oh no! Right. <laughs> this right here. The, the, yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> the shit show. The right shit here. show right here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, treat yourself. I like that one. Life short. Mm-hmm. Have a good time. We're just here for vibes, here dude. For vibes. That's what I said. I say all the time, like I'm just here to have a good time. Like, why can't? Is that not enough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just here for fun. I agree. That's it. So this one, I think, is something that I learned earlier in my twenties because it was very apparent right at the beginning that uh, your life plan does not have to match up like everyone's around you. I know Mm. we hear that, but for some reason, we still like fall into the like, oh my goodness, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. I don't Mm. have a kid. I don't have a house. I'm like 23 and I'm like, holy, I was 23 at the time. And I was like, holy shit, everyone has like all this and I don't have it together. Right. And then I realized was like, girl, everyone's on their own time. And I know that that's like easier said than done. But like, I actually had to understand, like deeply understand and be like, you are okay. You're on your own journey. You mm-hmm. don't have to compare yourself to the timeline that everybody has. I know that like societal wise and also like back back in the days, that's like there there really was only one way mm-hmm. unless something drastic happened to you to make your life not go that way. Right. But at what point, like when did life start being actually like really, really so different for everybody to where we were like, oh, everybody's on their own path. Because I really don't feel like that was like a lesson people were talking about. Well, especially for women, probably not until like right. 50s or 60s when women were heavily in the workforce. Because otherwise it was just your option, get married. Right. Yeah. Want to do something else? Yeah, you could be you could be like a, a spinster, right? Isn't that what they called like single women who yeah. never had children? And mm. yeah, that's you. That's it. Yeah. Because you like quite literally had to be married to have a bank account. So like, yeah. So you just had to do that. So now. So rights is when things yeah. started <laughs> getting different. So it all Right. We have to get rights, y'all. The women got rights. <laughs> and then life. And then. Well, yeah. That, I mean. And then we got the option to decide mm. a different path for us. Well, and not mm. just decide, but now the expectation that you should do both and you should have it all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people view it as like, it's no longer enough just to have one or the other. Right. To focus on your career or to focus on, you know, a family. Much less, they forget the most important part, focus on yourself. Yeah. Right. That gets lost in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think your 20s are in time when you, it's okay to focus on yourself. I right. mean, all of, all of your life, it's okay to focus on yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and if you don't, how does that set up? Like, if you're not putting yourself first and you're like, well, I need to have the family and then I'm going to do this thing. It's like your family is probably going to suffer because you 
aren't focused on yourself and doing the right things for yourself and like building this thing so that you can help your family, grow your family or whatever, if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's like, who who is this for? Mm-mm, is this right. what you want? Right. Or is this what society is telling you you're supposed to want? <laughs> I also feel like that's, we still kind of live in a world where for women specifically, they're like, oh, like, are you getting married or like oh oh you're like a business you're a business girly so you're just gonna be like boss babe and for the rest of your life like love that but it's also like why are you trying to put me in just let me live yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know you're trying to have family i don't know you're trying to be boss babe i don't know i'm just here why is that not like why again, is that not enough i'm just trying to have a good time please <laughs> uh, you're asking me all these questions like really serious like life questions and i'm like i have no i don't know so until you know and you can figure it out and make a conscious decision don't look at everyone else or what they're doing. Yeah. It do- doesn't matter if the girl from high school is engaged. It doesn't matter. It really. It does not matter. It doesn't affect. It like literally doesn't affect you or have anything to do with your life. Right? No, Plan because you or- could be engaged right now and be like, I hate my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so you got the same thing as the other girls and whatever. Like, are you happy? No. Well, then none of that mattered then. Right. That's actually <laughs> my next one. Literally is that is that like our who is it for? Are your actions lining up with your priorities? And that's something I've had to look really seriously at my life and my choices and be like, what, who is this for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I want? What is my goal? What is, wh- what am I trying to achieve? And why am I doing things that aren't aligning with that? Mm-hmm. I'm doing things to please other people that don't actually line up with my goal. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think for like, to bring it back to your point, like, who is it for? Is it for the the goal in the life that society or your parents or whoever says you're supposed to have? Or is it because that's this is what you want? Really what you want. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, my next one le- wraps up all this, which is <laughs> do it for yourself. Yes. Yep. Do the work. Yep. Read. Go to therapy. Like, just yeah. do it for your damn self. Yeah. Like, that is the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, this whole, that's like, that's the core of it. Just, Put all of that and invest in yourself right now. Like, mm-hmm. it, not even now. Forever. Invest in yourself forever because you are going to be your best bitch for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you only get one life. Yep. You only get one body. Mm-hmm. You only get one one time to live in your 20s, one time to live in your 30s, your 40s. Like, this is it. Yep. So do you have to do it for you. Yeah. Well, and that's why people who are like 30, 40, 50 plus are like, enjoy it. Cause you only get it one time. Mm-hmm. Like enjoy, enjoy, enjoy right now. Like this moment right now is fleeting. It's gone. By the time you're watching this, this has already happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like getting existential, realizing that like, like even just this, like you're saying this, like the this podcast, right now, this right now, sitting on the podcast. Someday I will look back and be like, what a fun time in my life mm-hmm. where we got to get together, sit on the couch, talk a little shit, you know, like get deep about life and and, our, and who we are in our friendships. Yeah. And someday this will be gone. And someday right. I'm going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I wish I enjoy, like I wish I sat down to realize how special it is. Yeah. I get ex- existential about that kind of stuff all the time, especially time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this time last year I was dealing with this thing or like going through this and now I'm here and I'm like, I kind of wish I would have took more time to be present. Our lease is almost up and that kind of was a nice, oh, look, see, <laughs> that was a nice timestamp kind of thing where we were like, holy shit, we're about to go on our second year of living together. And I have told Ryan, I'm like, 
like we're living at the time of our lives. Like I'm yes. living with my best friend and my boyfriend and I'm going to miss these days for the rest of my life, I think. So, yeah. I, and so I tell her, I'm like, we need to be just so present and just enjoy it because babes, not, not that I don't want to live with you forever, but but like I, we're I don't not, know we're, yeah, we're like, not gonna live together yeah, forever yeah. so like this is a special time in life and it's yeah. all in that hard thing of being present that's something why that's, is that so hard i okay i actually wrote one of these down because that's been a breakthrough for me try to slow down not think about what's next both in the day-to-day and the big picture mm. when you're in and i feel like we talk about this in the day-to-day right or in, in the big picture right don't think about like the next big milestone, you know, focus on right now. But I truly need right now, day to day in this moment, like the feeling of this couch, the colors on the wall as a kid, like the way it sounded when your dad got home from work, the mm. the the sounds and the smells and the things that you saw in your childhood that you look back on now. We're going to have those same experiences now mm-hmm. of feeling like what what did it feel like to sit on the podcast couch? Yeah. What did it smell like when I walked Jesus. into, you know, the studio? Yeah. What what did that that Starbucks order that we always got before the podcast, right? And we we don't I'm I think <laughs> we're getting her. She we, we don't take yeah. enough time to yeah. really take in those details and that's been something that I've been trying to slow down and like I'm I'm driving Grace to, you know, her class. What is it what am I passing on the way there? What's our route? What does it sound like when I click in her car seat? Like, these are the things that are going to stick with me and that I want to remember. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of just, oh, yeah, I took Grace to a class. We drove this route every day. I want to remember the color of the sky. I want to remember, like, the feeling of the sun on my skin when we're walking into the studio. Like, that's what I want to feel those details. Yeah. And when we take the time to slow down and soak those things in, I think it makes it feel more real. That was so poetic. Yeah. Oh, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> what Truly. have you been uh, calling it lately? The big slow. The big slow. The big mm, slow. The big slow. Wow, I'm like thinking. Yeah, a lot I, right I, now. I have a one that kind of goes in hand with C's. If I give any, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh, please. Um, rest. Yeah. Learning in your 20s, going into your 30s, what rest feels and looks like for your body and your life situation and your goals, and that's the hardest thing to do, especially if you're brought up or like uh, as a people pleaser. Because it's the one thing that you can't do for somebody else. And it's sometimes the hardest thing to do for yourself. And if your body isn't rested, your mind's not rested, you're going to have a hard time being present in your body mm-hmm. to enjoy right. the big slow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Y'all, I'm like <laughs> thinking a lot of things. Like, I'm like, wow, I need to like, because I recently, like literally so recently, I had family visiting California from Indiana and they were here in San Diego visiting my parents, but I was back in LA and we only had like one day of like overlap before I came here and it was pouring rain. Like where I, where they were was like 30 minutes away and it was like later in the evening. It was like eight o'clock and I was like, oh my God, like to trek all the way <laughs> through LA and like the traffic and it's raining and it's dark. And I'm like, what if I didn't go? And then like my cousin texted me, she was like, honestly, it's fine. Like, I, I would love to see you, but like, don't worry about it, whatever. And then I like spent like an hour being like very back and forth. And I was like, just go. It's fine. Just go. You you never get to see them. Like, it's going to be fine. And on the way up there, like I literally got in the car and I was on my way and I was like, this is going to be good. This is fine. Who cares that it's raining? Like if I if I wouldn't have taken the time to be like, oh, it's raining, like blah, blah, blah. 
all this stuff. Like I would have maybe missed an opportunity to see my family that I literally never see. Yeah. But I took the moment to be like, it's just, it's fine. Let's just take this time and be present and go and do this thing. And I'm so, so glad that I did that. Mm-hmm. And I like just truly wasn't going to do it. But the whole time I was there, I was like, I was at my aunt's house and I hadn't been there in a while. And I was like, I remember like, and I was in the kitchen and I was looking at all the pictures on the fridge. And I was like, wow, I remember being here as a kid and like yes. seeing all these pictures on the fridge and not being able to reach the freezer. And like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like all these things. And I was really like, wow, like TBT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to come here more. That's what I felt. I was like, yeah. I need to just like do this and remember. And now I'm going to remember when I went in the rain. Yeah. And I was there with visiting with my family. And like, it, it really is just about being present. And not thinking about, well, then I have to, well, I have to trek through the rain. Right. But like, you're going to see your family and it's going to be a good time. And taking the, the moment and the mental space mm-hmm. to take in those details yeah. of the fridge being, you know, oh, that's where I, I, I was too short to get there. Yeah. You know, like taking in the pictures on the walls and the color of the sky. Like, I feel like that has been so huge for me. And honestly, the thing that kind of taught me that is motherhood, mm. realizing that like, Grace pretty soon is going to start having like long-term memories. Mm-hmm. And so like someday she's going to look back and have some like vague hazy memory of like the the way like when she comes and hangs out in the office with all of us before we shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like of the way that the carpet felt or the way that you smiled at her when like she handed you something. Right. You know like those are going to be little flashes, little details. And I think sometimes we stop taking in those little things when we get the big picture. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't want to stop doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. These are just <laughs> I hope like you, I knew it was gonna be deep, but like I know. I hope everyone out there is writing these down no, because right. I, I, I like I want to watch this back and write it all down for myself. <laughs> I know. That's a real that's a really, really good one. Just like really being present. What do you think? Not to like go back into it, but like is there something that you do in that like in moments to remind yourself to be present? I wish there was a specific thing. I feel like it's honestly just taking the mental space to just kind of stand and look around when mm. I can. Like to just stand and look and try to take in all of those little details and those little like snapshots. Right. I this I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the internet, but this is like one of those random little tidbits that stuck with me from my childhood. I remember my neighbor when we were growing up, I was like five or six, and she told me that when you say click, whatever you're looking at is saved as a picture and you get to see them when you're in heaven. And I remember her saying, <laughs> Oh my that. God. And I thought it was true for like 10 years. Like right. I did. So whenever I would be in a beautiful moment, I would just stand there and I'd go click. And I'd be like, I want to save this for like the archives when I die. But oh my God. Genuinely. <laughs> right? I'm literally watering over here. That's yeah. fucking beautiful. I think taking the time to do that, to just stand back, take the mental picture, look at the thing and be like, I want to savor this. I want to remember this. Yeah. It, stick, it sticks with you. Listen, I've been doing uh, the fake little. Ca- I li- sometimes as a joke, like because right. I've seen in movies where you're like, okay, and, and I everyone spread- smile, yeah, 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 and I do it for my own mental, but I've never taken it that far to where it's there in heaven, and now I yeah. think I'm gonna start doing that. No, I love that, and <laughs> I and that does you get. You're like, oh, I'm gonna take a mental picture, but that does mean let me stop, see what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and enjoy that moment. Whether you say click, everyone smile, say cheese or whatever, like ooh. All right, ladies, click, click, click. (laughs) Damn. All right, you guys. I'm going to jump in with a quick one that I think is like short and sweet. What we are not changing, we are choosing. Whoa. Say it again. One more time for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) What we are not changing. 
fuck. (laughs) 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 What we are not changing, we are choosing. I really Mm. like that. I like that a lot. Because whether you like it or not, you're choosing not to do something is is choosing. choosing. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't change, you're choosing not to change. At me, at me, at me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, I think. I mean, not to get into it because this is supposed to be short and sweet. But like the things that you know, that kind of goes into one of mine is like, you can't really lie to yourself. You can try. Mm. You can try. I try all the time. But I know. I know what the tea is. You can lie to other people. You can even, again, you can lie to yourself. You can try. But you really cannot. So it kind of is giving like what you're choosing to not change like you're choosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave you with that. I really li- I like that for both one. the positive and the negative. Mm-hmm. True. Right? Like if you're saying, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna, you know, change my hair or change my face to like please someone else. So I'm choosing right. to accept that. I'm choosing to love that. I like that for the positive. Also for the like this part of myself that I'm not so proud of and I'm actively ignoring and not gonna change. You're choosing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Oof, that was a really good one. It hurts a little. Honestly. No, it does. It's a, I, I feel added personally. <laughs> um, my next one's super short and sweet. Date for fun. Date yeah. for funsies. Like, sure, if you find the love of your life, like, awesome, good for you. But like, not every person that you go out with or date has to be the one. Mm, yeah. And honestly, as we all know, shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got to go through a lot of people to get to where you want to be. But also, like, dating is supposed to be fun. Like, figure out what you like, what you don't like. And just like have a go out to eat, go on, like just do things just because it's fun without, ha- not everything has to have a goal. Yeah. Just for human connection, just, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. you could make a friend mm-hmm. yeah. just because you went on a date yeah. and it doesn't have to be like the love of your life, person yeah. you marry. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Date for fun. Yeah. I like that one. It's like the TikTok sound. You know what it never was? That's serious. Oh. Truly. <laughs> truly. Have a good time. Okay. My next one is that I don't exist to be attractive to other people. Mm. Shaving is a choice. If someone doesn't like it, why do I care? Right. <laughs> that's, I don't exist. Ew, that's gross. That's unattractive. Okay. Right. That's not what I'm to here you. for. Yeah, right. to you. Right. And why, like, I, don't, I just don't exist to be attractive or palatable to other people. Mm-hmm. That's not why we're here. Right. So if someone doesn't like my hair or my body or my clothes, that's fine. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, it's not your body. So yeah. thank you so much for your comment. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a lot of the times like men have this idea of like, oh, well, women as a group shouldn't do this thing because I don't think it's attractive. Right. And it's like, okay, maybe you can express that preference to your partner. Right. But all women of the world don't exist to fit your beauty standards. Right. right. And also men never do anything that we want. So why would we? Right. Even... <laughs> Half of the things you do are unattractive, yet you still do it. Yeah. So... I care if my husband thinks I'm attractive. Right. I care if I feel good in my body. After that, mm. meh. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love that. What's that one you told me? We talked about this. Something about like not wanting to be like fuckable mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like yes. that. Yeah. Teffy, right? Teffy spoke on that where she was like, I'm at that age where I'm just like, my goal is not to be like fuckable. Like before right. I used to really have that intention like i'm looking i'm really yeah yeah yeah, you're you're living your life to really appear fuckable and she's like i'm just like tired and like you know what i actually i'm not even interested in fucking of any of you so why am i wanting to be fuckable like i'm confused yeah i'm like right right yeah that's right i don't want to be fuckable anymore you guys i I just want to be here yeah yeah and also (laughs) yeah i have value outside of being fuckable Mm -hmm. right 
Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times it's not treated that way. Right. Women exist to be attractive to you to fit your preferences mm-hmm. and the value after that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because yeah. that goes into what what, what are women, the purpose of women. That's that's like a hole. We could go right. down that rabbit hole, right? Exactly. Yeah. They're like, exactly. They're like the men are like, but you're here to for me to look you're pretty. Here and for I'm me, like, yeah. I'm so confused. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> right? I'm not interested in you either. Right. They're like, wait, what the fuck do you mean you're not? Yeah. I'm like, when you, and actually when you put it back, when if someone really were to tell you, I, I do remember a moment in middle school where some guy was like, you this. And I'm like, I'm not looking to be with you either. And he's like, I'm like, oh my God, did you really believe like that? You really, I, thought, you really thought? Like, delusion is what it is. Get help. Delusion, <laughs> delusion, delusion. Do you I guys feel that. like ever, especially in your, your teens, almost looked at yourself through the male gaze? 100%. Yep. How do I make myself attractive for, at the time, boys? Yeah. You know, yeah. as an adult, men. Yes. It's, and now as an adult, I'm not looking at myself through the male gaze. Yeah. It's, very freeing but it makes me look back at that and go that was weird mm-hmm. it is weird but we're raised that way like not into i guess maybe intentionally in society like society but we are raised to always look put together put together whatever that means hairbrush makeup on i guess and wear cute things and do things because other people will see us right mm-hmm. it's for other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. oh you're going to this thing well you need to dress up because so and so and so and so is going to be there yeah, like like in the time and and even in the content we were consuming as younger girls, like in the magazines, they're like top ten things to make you look cuter for boys at right. school. Mm. Like you guys are already yeah. guiding me to think to start thinking. Oh, what would the boys at what school do like? The boys like yeah. And when I my mentality switched to like I'm doing this for the girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, I'm doing it for you guys. Yeah, I'm, and that's why when I'm getting ready, I'm like, what does Ryan think I look good? And I, I know, you, yeah. girl Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Boy Ryan, don't care. Right, and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't. It's I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, it's I always I'm like I hope somebody says something. Like I me me right now uh, my Ryan I'm like he's like I don't like that I said I didn't ask. <laughs> what I don't care. Good. But I go buy me something that you like then I don't know, <laughs> and we'll see if I wear it. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm wearing this because I feel good. And the point is, and if and I think that's another thing too, right? They're like, oh, confidence is attractive and blah blah blah. Well, I probably don't look or feel confident because I'm wearing something that I actually don't enjoy. Wait a second. Yes. That is something that I learned and that was from you that one day I was having such a like outfit meltdown and I was like, I don't look good. I hate how I feel. And she's like, wear whatever you feel most confident in. And I was like, it was like a brain blast. I was like, I could dress just to feel confident, not fuckable. Wow. Yeah. No wonder. But it's true. It was was such a shift. And so now whatever I wear, I'm like, do I feel confident in this? Hell yeah. And it's I'm aiming for confidence now. Because yeah. it doesn't matter what you're wearing. What you're, it doesn't actually matter what it is you're wearing. I'm wearing confidence, bitch. You're wearing confidence. <laughs> exactly. Period, Period dude. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing confidence. Somebody write that down because that's good. <laughs> I'm wearing confidence, bitch. No, but truly. And then people are like, oh my God, you look so good. Probably really doesn't have anything to do with what you're wearing. But yeah. you're like bopping around feeling good. You're like, oh my God, you look so good today. Period. You're inside and how you talk to yourself and the mental voice in your head literally how you speak to yourself is mm-hmm. such a huge thing my gosh why I don't know you know like it's so hard it's so hard and I'm like I would never speak to my best friend that way or any girl like I, yes. I just I couldn't even so how could I even speak to me that way right that's kind of rude right everything I've done for me right <laughs> you no know? but truly truly yes. because imagine if I was like you look ugly or like you look bad first of all I'd never say that but like you have no I have no problem being like looking at myself like why wow, you look so ugly Anyways, that's 
crazy. Yeah, imagine if we treated ourselves with like just a fraction of the like kindness and support that we give to our friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Just just a just a just hint. just a hair. Can yeah. can that lead me into the one yes, that please. I have? Please. If you want something from someone else, give it to yourself first. Validation, give it to Ooh. yourself first. Love, love, give it to yourself first. Compliments, give it to yourself first because even if someone mm. gives you all of that, if you didn't give it to yourself first, it's not going to be enough. Right. Mm. I love that. I love that. Wow. That's a really good one. That can you be kind something. of like a daunting task too. Yeah. 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 If you want mm, if you want something yourself. Or no, if you want something from, from somebody else, else. You have to give it to yourself first. Because also, you can't even like... I feel the I couldn't love the way I would want to, you know. If I'm not right. full, how am what am I what kind of love am I giving out or yeah. what am I doing? Right. And yeah, if you find that out where it's like, oh, if you don't do it for yourself. Yeah. You know. But it's also like at the end of the day, it's only you. Mm. You go to bed with yourself every night by yourself. When you die, it's by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like so it's like, sure, I mean you got your your man, your girl, whatever, like you're getting love from them, but like at some point whether they were giving it to you or not, it's only you. It's you just by yourself. What happens when that person's love or affection or attention or whatever is taken away? What are you left with? Which is why invest in yourself, mm-hmm. believe in yourself, and do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. 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 And give it mm-hmm. all to yourself because you deserve it more than anyone. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> no one can give it to you like you. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know why. I, well, I know why because we just think that it's outside of us. Like we always mm-hmm. have to keep looking to complete, but everything we need really is within us. Mm-hmm. And that sounded super lame and cliche. So no, but it's <laughs> but, true. But it's true. It is true. That's kind of perfect too for one of my other ones, which was kind of about self care, taking care of yourself. Basically, don't wait to take care of yourself until you are at rock bottom. Mm. Right. Therapy, self care, sleep. Mm-hmm. These things are preventative. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're waiting to take care of yourself until you truly feel like you have no other option, that's too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if when things are good, you're keeping up with therapy, with self-care, with treating your mental health, your physical health, then when things get hard, you already have systems in place to handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, for a long time, because I first got into therapy when I was like 15 years old, felt like when things are good and having bipolar disorder, it's very cyclical for me. When, when things are good, why would I need therapy? Right. Look at this. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. Right. But the problem is I stop and then it dips down and right. I'm like, oh my God, I am in a bottomless pit of depression. I will never escape. Right. Now I've got to wait eight weeks to get back with the therapist. Right. right. Or now, right. you know, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks that I haven't been taking care of myself and now I've got to do all this catch up. Right. What if we just were consistent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still working on it. Not always there. Right. But- I feel like I'm a, at least self-aware of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really good Which one. Which we have said on this podcast before, half the battle is just being self-aware. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah. knowing that you want or need to change. Yeah, or like need to do things mm-hmm. to like continue to be happy or content with your life. And I, I like you're saying, we kind of wait until we're like, oh shit, like everything's actually falling apart. Let me try to climb out of this thing just to get back here. But like all those things you did to get there, maybe just continue. To get you right, you went you went back to therapy, you started taking your meds or whatever, whatever the case is, like maybe we just continue. Yeah. When you're happy, all those things that you did, let's just keep those in rotation. And and also that doing those things isn't gonna keep you 
from falling into a depression. Right. right. But it's going to have, or, you know, whatever it is that someone struggles with, but it's going to help you when you're there. The systems are in place. Mm -hmm. So while it may not prevent you from falling into there, it will prevent that from feeling, it will prevent you from feeling alone and helpless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's a really good one. Yeah. This next one is not relevant to what we're talking about. It's kind of a little segue. Take us on a segue. But it kind of goes back with like showing up authentically as yourself. But this one is specific to like parents or family. So if you like gone away, you moved away or you went to college or whatever, and you found yourself different from how you were raised or what your family knows, it is beneficial for you to show up authentically as yourself a little bit more each time you're with your family. That way, there's none of the, oh, you change, you act so different now, California change, or whatever, you know, whatever they say. <laughs> you know, call it change, you're living, whatever, whatever. <laughs> All the things that we hear when you go back to your family, it's like, it benefits you in the long run to show up a little bit more authentically you. If you can't give it all, if you can't be like, I'm this and then that and I have red hair and I, whatever, like if that's too much, give it a little bit every time. Mm -hmm. Just a little dash. <laughs> because then at least if you're trying to be palatable for your family, you're, <laughs> you're giving a little bit of something each time. That way they can kind of clock it themselves without being like, Hey guys, this whole, I'm so different, this and that and that and that and that. If that's not what you're trying to, if you're, honestly, it's ballsy if you do it that way. I support it. <laughs> I say go up and blow up the whole spot. But <laughs> if you struggle with that, you know, it's easy. I've, I've been doing that a lot within the past, I don't know, like probably four years. I give a little bit more of myself because I'm also trying to protect myself, right? I'm not trying to like do too much and then talk about it, right. but just a little like, yeah, a little, a little sun, a little flair, you know? Long term, I think long term, it's been helpful because now they can be like, oh, yeah, she. Well, and do you like feel that. like had you not done that, who you are and who your family perceives you as would be two drastically different things. A hundred percent. They were to the point that you can't even start to build that bridge because yeah. too, they're too far apart. Yeah, it was like that for a long time. I was like, OK, I'm this person outside of my parents home and then I'm this person when I am in there. And it it was literally like I was like living two different not like two different lives, but like even I would like act different. Yeah. And, and that's like, a lot of like, that's a big mental load to carry. Yeah. Like, let me turn off these parts of myself. Mm -hmm. And I, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to just like give all of my authentic self in those situations. So I was like, let me just do a little bit here and a little bit there. And that way collectively, and hopefully at some point who I am is who I'm presenting to be with my family. Mm. Good tip. Thanks. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My next one. Movement is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate or how your body looks or not fitting into a certain size. It should be a celebration of the things that your body is capable of. Right. And I think for a long time, I was like almost afraid of exercise and of movement because I had jumped over these mental hurdles of just like over-exercising and punishing my body. But you can, you and you should, move your body, use your body as a celebration and as a form of joy. And that's why I just love that phrase, joyful movement. Mm. Mm. I really like that. I've not heard that. Mm -hmm. Joyful movement. Yeah. I mean, true, because at some point, you're not going to be able to yeah. move your body the same way. That's what the people say. They're like, well, man, my knees got bad knees. I can't do this. I mean, your body's you're aging. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even at that point, right, if you're 80 years old and you can go on, you know, a a walk around your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. that's movement. And that's a celebration of what your body is capable of. Right. So I think whatever the physical limitations that you have, whether it be age, whether it be disability, your body is still, you're still using your body in some way. Right. And like that is a celebration, even if it's not, you know, the same as like a, you know, college athlete or a professional football player. Right. It's still valuable and it's still a celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And it makes me think of my next one, which is like that switch in, in my mind where it's like, I don't have to, I get to, mm. you know, I mm-hmm. get to work out. Before my grandmother passed away, towards the end of her life, she was immobile. And the doctor was saying it's because of all the times beforehand where she was just not even getting up to go water a plant, you know? It was mm. much more easy for us to be like, we'll bring you the cup. We'll bring you this. But by bringing it, it's literally just that movement of her standing up, turning on the TV. It's like slowing down. And that seeing that, I was like, it's a privilege and a blessing to get to move your body. Just to simply stand up and like be able to take yourself to the bathroom is like. Right. Right. And you can't do that for the rest of your life. And and so I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm what's that word? I'm, I'm not taking advantage of what I have now. Like, right. I was like, I need to run. I need to jump. I need to do all this stuff because I can't do I literally physically can't do that for my whole life. So right. while I'm here and while I can jump and while I can do everything, let's run around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and also like. It things happen all the time. Like it's not even like an age thing, right? Too like something could happen right now and you won't not be able to walk again. Yes. Or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like absolutely. And honestly, that takes me literally to my next one where it's literally just be grateful. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for the things literally right now. And that's like be grateful for the fact that you can walk mm-hmm. yeah. and you can take yourself to the bathroom and you can feed yourself and all these things. Even if it's like things you don't even realize, right? I'm grateful that I am in my right mind right now and yes. I can make decisions for myself and like, do things that's enough for you mm-hmm. to be like okay at least man life sucks but you know what i woke up today yeah yeah and i'm brushing my teeth thank god my fingers work now that i'm getting into my later 20s i'm like i need to start exercising my brain yeah. because i i'm like catching myself being even more forgetful than i normally am and i and yeah. i and now i'm downloading like games on my phone and i'm like oh look at me getting old like trying to download games on my phone yeah. to practice my thing but if I don't have my mind, what am I doing? Like, yeah. that'd be so sad. Like, I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, I have to exercise to remember because yeah. I don't want that to happen yeah. where I can't, you know? Yeah. So yeah. just so thankful, so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to, I get to. Yeah. And yeah. celebrating. Mm-hmm. And I love that for all that idea, for all aspects of life, the gratitude and the I don't have to, I get to. In parenthood, Stephen and I have talked a lot about this. That sometimes we find ourselves being like, okay, I have to be the one to wake up with grace in the morning. Or, mm-hmm. okay, who's going to do bedtime? I have to, oh, I have to do bedtime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And almost like this feeling of like it's it's a chore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it does feel that way, and that's right. okay. Not every day is going to be, you know, oh, I'm so grateful for, I have you to know, do the dishes. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But especially with parenthood, like these moments are so fleeting. And someday, like I'm not going to have to, you know, wake up early with Grace or I'm not going to have to, you know, get her down for her nap. And I'm going to miss that. And yeah. it's, I get to. Yeah. I get to wake up with Grace in the morning and have that extra time. I get to put her down for mm-hmm. her nap. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not going to feel that way and it's okay. But I think yeah. I'm, I want to do better at like being being aware of those moments where it, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's that shift in your mind, you, mm-hmm. you know, because 
just shift it. Just I get to, I get to, and yeah. I, and it's it's obviously my brain naturally thinks, oh, I have to. No, I'm like, nope, nope. Get to, get to. You yeah. get to. Because then it also that also changes how you view that thing that you're gonna do, mm. or like it, it yes. changes instead of it being like, God, I have to like take the dog out. You're like, I get to go out with the dog. E. Yeah. I get to go outside and be with the dog, and, and it right. changes even like the way you look at the situation. Or and the it changes the do. experience itself because you're viewing it differently. Yep. Because yep. you're not enjoying yourself if there's resistance to it. If there's, right. re- mm. I'm the one putting the resistance because I'm like, oh, I have to. Yeah. There's a resistance there, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm not enjoying myself. Rather than accepting what I have to do and being like, I get to do this. Yeah. Right. Different experience. I love that. All right. Next lesson I had to learn: humble yourself and just apologize when you're in the wrong. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It's not a, because it's not about you, right? Mm. If you're apologizing for someone else, to someone else, you need to think about what does this person need to hear? What do I need to apologize to this person? Not what do I want to say to make myself feel better and mm. less in the wrong, mm. right? An apology is not for you. It's for the person you're apologizing to. So when you're centering yourself, I felt so bad when I did this because I don't want to be perceived that it's not about you. Right, right. And so I feel like that's something both online and in my real life that when I realize I'm in the wrong, I want to give a genuine, quick apology. Don't drag it out. Don't center yourself. And what do they need to hear? Mm. Damn, that's good. It's, and hard. And ha- I was hard. Yeah. Good and hard. Because the good instinct. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, but it is. It's good and hard. And the instinct is like, oh man, I feel so bad. I feel so guilty. How yeah. can I alleviate that guilt? I'll apologize. Yeah. That'll make me feel better. Right. But that's not the goal. Right. And if that's the goal, then should you really be apologizing? Right. And and like, do you mean it? Yeah. Like, sure, apologize. But like, I mean, people apologize all the time and you're like, I don't believe you. Or well, that's like, why people hate like the classic YouTuber hoodie apologize. Apo- yes. Apology, apology videos. Yes. Totally. Because it's not, it doesn't seem genuine and it seems like it's for them to like, I'm so sorry. I like that was not my intention back when I was 12. Like, girl, apologize. You messed up. Move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the apology videos. LOL. TBT. <laughs> TBT. My last one is for my people pleaser girlies. Oh. We are not responsible for the emotions of other adults. If someone's upset, they'll need to directly communicate this to me. If I'm upset, I need to directly communicate this to people. If I ask and someone says nothing is wrong, I honor this as truth, not as an invitation to dig. Ooh, that last one. Again. If I ask and someone says, nothing is wrong, I honor this as truth, not an invitation to keep digging. Dang. That's because so good. as adults, we are responsible for openly communicating our issues and problems. Mm-hmm. And it's tough as a people pleaser, I have found, because I sense something's wrong. I'm like, hey, what's wrong? Oh, oh my God, did I do something? Oh, well, right. can, can I help you? Can I... If I ask you and you tell me you're good, I need... Stop. Stop it right there. They, If they really want to communicate, they are grown adults with emotions. They can let me know and I can let them know. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Just spiraling of, right. oh, they're... They said they were good. And then it's up to them if they're really not good to communicate that they're not good. Yeah. And you don't need to do the mind reading thing of, well, maybe they're actually mad about this thing that right. I did seven years ago and then they right. never let go of it, right? Like, if they say they're good, they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, that was a really That's good really one. Good. I'm not even a people pleaser, but like I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, my last one is chosen family becomes more and more important when you have to literally choose. Mm-hmm. Like once you graduate high school or college or move out or whatever, it is literally up to you 
to choose your friends, right? And choose who you're going to be around. And I think without a chosen family, I would be like delusion acting crazy. Like, because I wouldn't have the people that I have chosen, hand selected to be in my life that ultimately make my life better. And of course, I have my blood family and, you know, whatever, friends from childhood and stuff like that. But like the people that I spend time with now are people I've chosen to be there. And you guys are also important to me. Mm-hmm. And that became more important as I, you know, left like school and moved out and all that stuff. Like when I didn't have a choice. Right. Because, you know, friends are, who do I see in class? Who do I go to school with? Who do I live with? That kind of thing. Like you're just there and we're vibing. But outside of that is fully up to you to decide who's going to be in your life. And who you surround yourself with and mm-hmm. influence you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lift you up and encourage you. And That's what they're supposed to be doing. You know? Yeah. 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 And if they don't reevaluate. That was not the thing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I we're all doing our last one, right? Yes. I have, I literally have like so many left, but I want I'm, I'm like do, rapid fire. I'm gonna do a couple rapid fire, and then I'll kind of end on bring us home, baby. Yeah, okay. yeah. For me, most of the time, when I think that it is my body or my appearance holding me back from an opportunity or an experience, it's not. It's fear. Mm. There, it is. It does happen sometimes, right? We have physical limitations. We have, you know, things that we can't do for whatever reason but a lot of the time it is truly the fear Mm. of am I able to do something will I be perceived a certain way instead of the actual my actual body my actual appearance holding me back right Mm. oof that's good kind of in the same vein of body image self-acceptance clothes are just clothes and it's not that serious so don't worry too much about it being flattering a lot of the times it's just like a veil for does it make me look thin Mm mm-hmm don't you don't have to follow trends just because people say something's in or something's out. It's not that serious. And also, like, it's it's OK to like some trends and ignore other trends like you can pick and choose again. Not that serious. Right. And size is truly just a number. So I, just buy what you are comfortable in. Right. I feel like I used to buy a smaller size just because it made me feel better. Right. Mm. And I'm wearing, you know, the super tight shorts that I'm physically uncomfortable in. But don't worry. Because it's a smaller number yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Right. She's right. like, no one sees that. Right. And yeah. it's not that serious. Yeah. So right. that was the other one. Your worth is not defined by your productivity. Period. We've gone over this. Yes. <laughs> yep. Need I say more? And then my last thing. This is something that I have become so passionate about. I think especially after I gave birth to Grace. Aging isn't a bad thing. Mm. Especially on women. We view aging, right? All of these things that we have to stop and change. Mm-hmm. Aging is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Aging is you've lived life. You've seen things. You've right. experienced things. So I feel like after I gave birth to Grace, I feel like I aged like five years. Mm. I don't know if it was pregnancy, if it was breastfeeding, if it was just like that time in my life. I felt like I all of a sudden had wrinkles and gray hair and I just looked older. Mm. And for a little while... I felt really uncomfortable with that. Mm. And when I would see comments saying, you look a lot older than you do, which first of all is kind of rude, but right. it, I felt insecure about that. And it took some self-discovery and some searching to realize, okay, say I look 40. Right. That's not a bad thing. Right. Why is that a bad thing? And it's because we view women as only valuable in their youth. Right. So, well, that's why everything is like, yes, the 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 wrinkle cream and the, all that stuff anti-aging hair real. dye yeah. yeah yeah and it doesn't mean you can't do that thing those right things right if you want to you know try to reduce wrinkles if you want to get plastic surgery whatever like that's your prerogative right but i 
personally have decided to not fight aging Mm -hmm. and to just say, bring it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been very freeing. So if someone says I look old, thank you. Right. I've seen a lot. Yeah. Right. I was going to say wise. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's That's a big one. Yeah, it's proof of me in what I've gone through and every day that I'm here and mm-hmm. keep giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is like so quick, so, so quick. But I was thinking about it when you were talking about you noticed after you had Grace. People say that like kids age you. And do you, how do you think that, like, what does that mean? I think like taking care of children, it makes you. Yeah, I think age? lack of sleep. Mm, I mm, think mm-hmm. also not having time for self care in the way that mm. you maybe did before kids. Right. And I think also like, Physically, it's very draining. Right. Like, especially being someone who did get pregnant, give birth, and breastfeed. Like, th- that stuff is literally like sucking from your body. Right. To, right. To give yeah. life to this human. And right. I'm like, of course, I'm going to look different after I gave birth because yeah. look, there's, I made this. <laughs> yeah. Right. I made right. Look it. Literally. <laughs> I just suck all of this stuff out of my body, out right. of my bones, out of yeah. my soul. Right. To put into this child who right. is now like a vessel of of the things that came from my body. I know. My mind is Shit. being blown right the fuck now. <laughs> like, duh. Like, duh. Duh. That's how babies. Duh. But like, when you say it like that, right. you're like, right. It didn't just like appear. Yeah. It, it, that, that energy can be neither created nor destroyed. So it the energy to create that life came from somewhere and it came from me. Wow. Bro. Mike dropped. No, as that <laughs> and, and with that, thank you for listening. <laughs> this has been an incredible episode. I literally can't wait to watch this back and be like, oh my God, right, right. Yeah, Sierra I said. know. <laughs> I'm s i am you guys, thank you for like sharing so much and being so vulnerable and open. And I just I value you guys so much and, and you have such wonderful outlooks and and experiences to share so thank you i feel the same way about you both we got really deep on this couch yeah. this couch that feels like what does it feel like soft it you feels know what? soft yeah you know how we should end this episode everyone wherever you are oh, yes. whatever you're doing take a second look around you feel around you smell around you and uh let us know what you're taking in in this present moment in the comments honestly i'm taking in this pillow i always am like touching this <laughs> It's giving like, what is that called? Like fidget vibes? Yeah. Always. And I love the way this feels and I touch it every time. <laughs> I'm smelling coffee also. There's a lot of coffee in this There's room right now. I'm feeling hair that's maybe slightly more crunchy than I want it because I'm on third day. I put a little extra product in. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Sweaty palms but yeah. because we've been talking about life yeah. so deeply. deeply. Soft yeah. sweatsuit from Fabletics. It's mm-hmm. very velvety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. I love you guys. I love I you love guys you. too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching yeah. and uh, we'll see you next time. And don't forget to subscribe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>